0: Heyd Míla falta. welcome to the Letter from Ireland show, where we travel in the footsteps of your Irish ancestors, visiting their homelands and telling their stories as they put down roots in so many places around the world.
1: Hello, everybody. You are very welcome to the latest episode of the Letter from Ireland podcast. This is Mike Collins here, and I'm going to be your host for the next 30 minutes or so. Now, in today's episode, we're going to take on the Irish language, hopefully in an entertaining and informative way for you. And what we're going to do, basically, is Karina is going to read out two letters, the first of which is actually going to look at Irish proverbs. She'll give you pronunciations, she'll give you the original Irish and the meanings and just what it means to us. So that's going to be the first letter in just a few minutes. After that, the next letter then is going to really look at how, in Ireland, different surnames could actually anglicize in different ways from the original Irish, depending upon local accents. So we're going to look at Irish accents and we're going to notice how just take one surname, in this case it's going to be O'Neill An, and we'll see how it actually got translated or anglicised, if you like, into the English in different ways, right across the island of Ireland, all depending upon the local Irish accent. So again, hopefully you'll enjoy that. Now, what we decided to do today as well with the guys' music, we said, well, given the theme of the actual show, why not focus on songs that are in the original Irish language? And in fact, we're going to feature uh, two songs from one group, two old Irish songs, in fact, called, the group is called The Gloaming. And the reason I'd like to particularly mention them today is because they recently lost, unfortunately, the death of Dennis Cahill, their wonderful guitarist. So a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful group with a beautiful sound. And minus a beautiful musician who actually had a great way with the guitar. So very sorry to hear that with Dennis Cahill. So we're going to start off now with the very, very first piece of music, and it's going to be from Clonard, from County Donegal, and it is called "Hios Cush na Tra and that more or less translates into "Down by the Beach."
2: Ne traduje ni This is good news, to know. Go on the far again, that she is our last one. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, i
0: Now, I've always thought one of the nicest things about being Irish is the Irish language itself. A fun way to explore Irish is to take a look at the wonderful Irish language through old proverbs. Have a listen as you may hear some of them that maybe you've heard in the past. If you're curious about the language of our shared Irish ancestors, I think you're going to enjoy this letter immensely. Now I must admit I find English, the language we use here every day, to be one of the most beautiful languages in the world. Down through the centuries it stretched in the most imaginative of directions, absorbing the beautiful lines of poets and scribes who were supported by a wealthy power and taking in the words and culture of each land that it colonised. One of these colonised lands was Ireland, a place where the Irish language evolved over the centuries to reflect and describe the traditions and culture of us Irish people. Last Friday, I was sitting in my car at nine in the morning and the car wasn't moving. Now, being stuck in a traffic jam is rarely a pleasure, but in this case, I looked on in wonder as hundreds of schoolchildren made their way into a local school. It was a newly built Goeilschol. A Goeilschol is a school where all subjects are taught through the language of Irish. The Irish language was in catastrophic decline since the 17th century and that language is the subject of our letter today. Is there room for the Irish language in your life? Irish is a language of stories ...heroes, music, tradition, connections and family that's been used on this island of Ireland for thousands of years. We first became aware of Irish in written form as the monks who transcribed the old Latin manuscripts wrote notes in Old Irish on the margin of these pages... That was back in the 6th century and the old Irish language absorbed many Latin words through the activity of these industrious monks. By the 10th century Irish had evolved into what we call Middle Irish today and this was a version that was spoken across Ireland and travelled to Scotland and the Isle of Man with the Irish of the time. Today we call it Scots Gaelic, it's a dialect of this Middle Irish language. By the 17th century, we get the modern Irish that is still in use today. At that time, Irish was spoken by the majority of people in Ireland. It wasn't until the time of the Great Famine on Gurtha Moor, as it's called in Irish, that the language went into a catastrophic decline that continued to this day. However, if I look at the 1901 census records that show my great-grandfather's household, he is noted as speaking both English and Irish, and this mix of languages remained common for many of our ancestors across the rural townlands of Ireland. The Wisdom of Irish Proverbs The Irish language is a keen observer of nature and the cycles of life and death much of the wisdom that was passed from generation to generation was encoded in many of the Irish proverbs and blessings that we know today these proverbs are known in Irish as shan or old words shan old óchel words shan old words proverbs let's let's explore some Irish through the medium of these proverbs and sure, you might even know a few more that you can add yourself. Let's start with the first. Ispúna pórt na na is ispúna na And that means, a tune outlasts the song of the birds and a word outlasts the wealth of the world. Now, I like this proverb as it reminds me of the important things in life, but it also underlines the value and power that the Irish placed in music and the spoken word. Is boona fócal na tíca an tíl. The word outlasts the wealth of the world. Now, in a way, it shows the priorities of an entire people through one proverb. Here's another. Isma an an I'm sure. Meaning time is a great storyteller. Isma an an I'm sure. I think this is one to bear in mind as you dig deeper into your family ancestry. Over time many stories and myths have come to surround and enliven what was once facts of the day. And bear in word mind that the word I'm sure and we spell it A-I-M-S-I-R, can also mean weather. So when we say time is a great storyteller, we also speak of the weather. So I like the word I'm sure, because it can also mean weather, and as we know, the weather can be a great trickster in Ireland. Another one, mock on tier over on tuta. The son of the craftsman, Mock may grow up ignorant of his father's skills. Now, this is a timeless piece of wisdom that tells us we often don't appreciate that which is closest to us. But have another look. As you know, I like to chat about Irish surnames, and here we see an interesting view on a particular surname Mock and First, you see Mock. M-A-C, which of course means son, and is the prefix for many Irish and Scottish surnames. Next, the word tier, spelled T-S-A-O-I-R, comes from the word sair, meaning free, which equates a craftsman with a freeman, which he was in old Irish society. Then finally, the son of the craftsman gives us the latter surnames, Maceteer, Freeman and Macintyre, all Anglicizations of Macintyre. Now that's a lot coming from one proverb. Like these surnames, a lot of Irish language has survived in the form of other Irish surnames in your family. Names such as Heffernan, Murphy, Kelly, Dineen, McNamara, O'Brien, Mannion, Cleary, Byrne, Connolly, Foley, Lynch and Doherty. These are just a small example of surnames that started out in the Irish language at one stage, and do you know your family surnames in Irish? I wonder. Now for another proverb, "An acht a vilda cre is an ahorfas the cosa who," meaning your feet will bring you to where your heart is, "An aught a vilda cre." your heart, is all a chorus. the cassa who. Oh, I do like this one. You can dream all you want, but you do need to take the first steps and start doing. At least that's the way I choose to read this one. Now for another, is Gaura coward day no on God's help is closer than the door. You see, many of our Irish proverbs gave reference to God. Is, gawr, is Gara Cáir Day Day is God. And we gave reference in those far verbs to God, Mary, and the saints. This seems to sit well with most Irish people who have an instinctive belief in the power and grace beyond the individual. Now, finally, one of my favourites, which you may have heard me use before, and I know Mike and I use it a lot in the green room, sca a Cáila a varamid. We live in the shelter of one another. Because it is true, my friend, for people of Irish ancestry throughout the world, we share so much in our attitude and values, and we truly do live in the shelter of one another. Erska Akela Avaramid. So, as I think back on those young school children lining up to enter the Gaelskal last Friday, it delights me that this great language of ours has a chance to become an essential part of our everyday lives once again.
3: The castle of Kalli in the Sauron In the Wagenis of the Drog of Kalli in the, hill, the, hill, the, hill, the, hill, the hill. Shin Raguru a hok shi luom, kakiu na tan sel is pagom ish an Shin man, sma hviendu luom biluom a Smaa vien tu luam Biloom Skor ti Maha vien tu luam Skor luam Gahor laugt chri Sjemu vile knok Nach luam Ditaoning Tomar vni Ode visel å skille trøm hver grunn the visa hell og stimme på en kartle ny Å og Ma viento BI LUM STÅR IN dirger govalt vom so ward du od du To luam bi hoom sko Ma to luam sko luam Ka hoor luog dit gwee Shem wile knoek na to mar vlie Shem wile knoek
1: There we have the beautiful sound and wonderful musicianship of the gloaming. And the song in that case is an old Irish song called Casa on Thuagán. That's Casa on to a gone and basically that means the twisting of the rope or the turning of the rope and it's one that's been knocking around in the old Irish uh, folk and folklore for many many um, I guess it must be kind of a couple of centuries old in fact at this stage and again that's the band called the gloaming and unfortunately they lost their guitarist Dennis Kyle in the last couple of weeks so may he rest in peace beautiful sound all the same there from the gloaming now we're going to move on to the second of our letters today and it is called Have you heard your name in an Irish accent? And in this letter, Karina is going to explore the way that different uh, indeed the same surname might have actually been anglicized in different ways just depending upon the local accent across the island of Ireland. So over to you now, Karina.
0: Let me ask you this. Do you have a strong accent? And how about the people around you? How about if today we take a look at a request from one of our readers and consider the Irish accent and how it influenced one Irish surname and the way it was spelt. I received the following request some time ago from one of our readers. Mary Nyland and she wrote the following. I've been receiving your letter from Ireland for a few months and I wonder if you can tell me anything at all about the name Nilan, spelt N-I-L-A-N. Can you tell me about the terms and maybe its county of origin and what would be the best way to proceed with finding more information on my own Nilan ancestors? I lost my parents and siblings when I was younger, so there's no way to trace through relatives. And I've looked around on your blog and the various topics, but I can't seem to find anything that would help me with my nylon search. Thank you so much for your time, Mary Nylon. No problem at all, Mary. However, for the benefit of all our other listeners, let's widen the answer out to cover a few extra topics. Topics that we know come up frequently when we look into our Irish ancestry. You see, Nylon N-I-L-A-N, is one of those surnames that has a lot of variations. This can make it quite confusing as you delve deeper into your family's past. I'm sure some of you have come across surnames like this before. Let's have a look at Nylon. It comes from the Irish O'Neill Awn, spelt O'father, N-I-A-L-L-A-father-I-N. O'Neillon which is derived from the Irish first name Nile. It literally means descendant of the son of Nile. However that was in its original Irish form. Over the years English became more prevalent across the island of Ireland and most of our names our surnames were anglicized. This anglicization took place from the late 17th century onwards and by the time O'Neillón was found in a number of parts of the country. Much of the anglicisation of Irish names was done phonetically, and so it depended where it was found. This depended, again, on regional accents and other influences as to how it was pronounced. We'll come back to these variations and accents in a moment. The source of the O'Neillón family name was from around the town of Ennis in the modern county Clare. They were part of the Dalgash tribe, who came to prominence in Ireland in the nine hundreds. The first mention of the surname was in 1093 AD. Irish surnames were introduced much earlier than most other countries. And was from one Thilem on. So Mary, that's your first mentioned ancestor there in 1093 AD. The O'Neillons were a prominent family in that part of Clare over the following 700 years and family members became bishops of Celfanore and Kildare as well as extensive landowners. However from the late 1600s onwards life was changing drastically for Irish aristocratic families who chose to remain Roman Catholic. Families like your O'Neillans. At that point the family were known in English as the O'Neillans spelt on N e y l a n s. Many of the sons of the more prominent families went to Europe as wild geese to fight in the Austrian army of the time. Those who remained in Ireland mostly became landless tenants and wandering labourers Often labourers, sorry, often force north and west into the poorer lands of North Clare, Galway and Mayo. Now let's see what happens an Irish surname when it meets an Irish accent in different parts of Ireland. The phonetic translation of the Irish surname O'Neilon into O'Neillon gives you an idea of the County Clare accent of the day. As the surname travelled north into South County Galway, it became anglicised as Nylan, spelt N-I-L-A-N or N-Y-L-A-N, reflecting the County Galway accent. Even further north in County Mayo, the name received a D at the end and it became Nyland, N-I-L-A-N-D or N-Y-L-A-N-D so you could say that mary Nyland's surname came about as a particular irish family fell into hard times and was anglicized by the varied regional accents of the west of ireland as mary's ancestors received the Nyland name spelt n-i-l-a-n this most likely happened as they lived in south galway around kinvara at the time the name became anglicized but For all the variations of the name, Nylans, Nylans, Nylans with a D, Nylans in E-A-L-O-N-S and so on, all of their Marys would still be written as Maura Ní Nílón in the original tongue of her Irish ancestors. No changing in the name there. Just said differently.
3: Soura, Soura Bain in the morning Hougam oh, ar fain an Soura ling Soura oh. Bain the morning Glegal Hougam oh, ar fain an Soura ling Hougam oh, ar ling Hougam ar ling E agil oh, trai Hogamur fain and sour and ling. Sour up all in grene grain. Hogamur fain and sour and ling. Barbogna belt and the maiden the she is I'm not sure if i Quill in the skull square room. Hoggum fain and sourly. And bail and aho. Hoggum fain and Hugamur fein an saul an lin, saul a bheith an oirni leagal. Hugamur fein an saul an lin, babhóg na belt na maid na taorigh. Suas gach luchas, sius gach Born got the legal
2: Oh how
3: and sold
1: that's the third of our three irish pieces of music today and the second one by the gloaming and in that case it's actually called saura saura which is very relevant of course for when this particular episode has been recorded which is the middle of an irish summer uh, saura basically being the actual irish for the word summer so summer summer or saura saura from the gloaming there. Well, I hope you enjoy today's episode and I uh, hope you got a little bit of entertainment and a little bit of information there to help you with your uh, ongoing Irish family history research or just chatting in general with your family. So we, let me just think, yeah, I'd love if actually you could just take a few moments um, to actually leave a review on the actual player of your choice, the one you're using at the moment, uh, you can either leave a couple of stars, or you can actually actually write something. We'd actually really appreciate that. So do just take a few moments to do that. Really appreciate it. So this is Mike Collins, and on behalf of myself and Karina, we're wishing you a very good week. Until we chat again next week. Sláinte for now.
0: If you've enjoyed today's Letter from Ireland show